Welcome to the podcast From Zambia to Ireland, 15 Years of Insights on HIV and AIDS, where Professor Father Michael Kelly, expert and scholar, shares his wisdom through a special collection of addresses delivered from 2006 to 2020 during the annual Irish Aid Professor Father Michael Kelly event. Father Michael was born in 1929 in Tullamore in Ireland, later becoming a Zambian citizen. He dedicated his life to advocating for an integrated and sustained approach to HIV and AIDS. He raised the importance of community, dignity, compassion and humanity, and he was a passionate advocate for education and for the rights of women. He died in 2021. My name is Nadine Ferris-France, Executive Director of the Irish Global Health Network and longtime friend of Father Michael. It is an honour and a privilege to ensure that Father Michael's wisdom and legacy is widely shared. We need to be concerned that the AIDS epidemic is far from being over. We need to be concerned that prejudice, stigma and discrimination still affront the dignity and humanity of millions of people worldwide. Episode 7, The Negative Role of Stigma, Prejudice and Certain Legal Measures in the Response to HIV and AIDS. In this episode, the 2014 address, Father Michael spoke to the ongoing struggle to confront HIV and AIDS, stigma and discrimination, which continues to suppress the dignity and humanity of millions worldwide. Good evening, Chair, ladies and gentlemen. It gives me really great pleasure to speak to you today from Lusaka, welcoming you to this year's annual AIDS event and lecture. But having said that, I am also very, very sorry indeed that I cannot be with you this year, and I really regret that I will not hear the presentations of our two eminent speakers and my own great personal friends, Noreen Kaleba and Nadine Ferris-France. For a long time, I have been looking forward to hearing once more the passion and the wisdom of Noreen and to experiencing yet again the brilliance and the deep human concern of Nadine. But that was not to be. Instead, of being with you on what I presume will be a dark, cool, and possibly damp evening in Dublin, here I am speaking from a hot and sunny Lusaka that is looking forward to the onset of the rainy season. But it will be some recompense to get a recording of all that goes on this evening, although that will not be the same thing as hearing Noreen and Nadine in person and going away humbled and concerned at what they have shared with you. And there is reason for concern. We need to be concerned that the AIDS epidemic is far from being over. We need to be concerned that prejudice, stigma and discrimination still affront the dignity and humanity of millions of people worldwide. We need to be concerned 
that in so many countries in the world, draconian laws that came from another era remain in force, penalizing human bonding and impeding access to HIV prevention and care services. Ladies and gentlemen, it is only right that we should acknowledge the tremendous progress that has been made in bringing HIV and AIDS under control. What has been accomplished during the last decade, indeed during the lifetime of this annual AIDS event, must be acknowledged as one of the world's most magnificent accomplishments, scientifically, organizationally, financially. But the fact that 17 million, 37 million people across the world are infected with HIV and that more than 2 million new infections occur each year shows that the global struggle is not yet over. The fact that the Irish ambassador to Zambia, Finbar O'Brien, could say to me in the past few days that he still has to attend a large number of AIDS-related funerals shows that the struggle in one heavily infected country is not yet over. And neither are we finished with stigma, prejudice and discrimination. The association of the disease with sex and poverty and promiscuous human relations remains. And with it, there are the sly, hurtful, malicious innuendos. It is your own fault. If you had lived like a decent person, this wouldn't have happened to you. Or we can be like the Pharisee in the Lord's story. Thank God I am not as the rest of men, especially that I'm not like this chap here who has got HIV. And whatever about these attitudes at the personal level, surely it must blow our minds that about a quarter of all the countries in the world still have laws criminalizing same-sex relationships. I have never been able to understand this. I come from Tullamore and I'm very proud of that. And nearly 80 years ago, Tullamore had the distinction of being the first provincial town in Ireland to have its own swimming pool. I remember going there as a kid and sometimes hearing the bigger lads say, don't let the guards catch you swimming skinny, skinny, that is, without a swimming togs, especially when the kids are around. And I used to wonder, what on earth have the guards got to do with that? And my childhood question is almost the same today. What on earth have the police or the legal systems got to do with people who engage 
in same-sex relations. But come to one of our prisons in Zambia and you will find out. Desperately overcrowded conditions facilitating much same unprotected same-sex activity because making condoms available would go against the Victorian law that prohibits this kind of activity. And the result, men who were free of HIV when they began their term in prison, going back to their families after their prison sentence, infected with the virus and fearing to look for treatment because they have become infected through what is technically an illegal activity. Ladies and gentlemen, our distinguished speakers this evening, Noreen and Nadine, will undoubtedly touch on these and other matters that are crucial to ending the AIDS epidemic. They both come armed with a wealth of experience and study to enable them to do so. I expect when they have finished, you will go home tonight beating your breasts and asking yourself, what more can I do to end this dreadful epidemic? What can I do to reduce stigma, prejudice and discrimination and bring about a world where the law upholds the dignity of every man, woman and child and does not assail it? May you have a very challenging and worthwhile evening. For me, it is a great honour that these two notable persons, Noreen and Nadine, are presenting on this occasion. That they are giving of their time to do so is a challenge to me and every other person in the AIDS field never to let up, but to continue doing all we can to roll back this epidemic, which is such an affront to the well-being and humanity of millions of people worldwide. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, let me thank the Irish government, Irish aid, and the Irish people for making this an annual event and for doing me the honor of identifying it with my name. I trust that this association with my name will be seen as symbolic with me, as it were, standing in for and representing the great body of wonderful Irish people who have spent themselves in addressing HIV and AIDS and their appalling impacts, as well as the great body of heroic people who have endured the worst ravages of the epidemic. I conclude by saluting all of them for their great resilience, their unquenchable hope, and above all, their unparalleled human dignity. Thank you very much indeed. Have a very enriching evening, and may God bless 
every one of you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. It is important to remember that HIV and AIDS has not gone away, and more than ever, we must call on all communities to redouble efforts and to ensure that we keep HIV high on the agenda. Please visit FatherMichaelKellyZambia.org to learn more. We are all